I'm Chris Driver and this is my testimony. Growing up in the culture I was in, um, alcohol and drugs were pretty much a regular basis in my home. So I started using pretty early, started drinking, smoking marijuana, uh, taking pills probably around the age of 16, 17. You know, this continued all the way up until my late 40s. Um, I never felt like that I had a problem, you know, because I was married, I was raising my kids, I worked every day, paid my bills. Um, then one Sunday morning, I just poured me a glass of vodka with a splash of orange juice, and my daughter was watching cartoons, and I said, I love you, baby. And she's kind of shrugged and said, uh, yeah, I love you too, Dad. And I said, well, why did you say it like that? And she said, oh, no, no reason. And I said, no, you know, tell me, because I want my kids to be able to tell me anything. And she said, well, Dad, if I do, I'm just afraid you're gonna get mad. And I said, sweetheart, I won't get mad. And she said, well, Dad, if you were to die today, I wouldn't know what it's like to have a real dad. And I said, well, honey, why are you saying that? And she said, well, because, you know, you're, you're drunk all the time. And, you know, so at that point in time, I realized that I actually do have a problem, that I wasn't just hurting myself, that it was really affecting my family. And uh, that's one of the worst things that you can hear from, you know, one of your children. I went and poured out my vodka, poured out all my Xanax, made an effort to quit drinking that day. This was on a Sunday. And by that Wednesday, uh, I was in the ER. I was in uh, full-blown DTs withdrawal. Um, actually had to be put into a medically induced coma and intubated. 73% um, of the people that go through what I went through as bad as I was don't make it. And I always thought to myself, you know, I'll never be one of these guys that are in rehab or, you know, doing all that crap. And, you know, I decided to change my life. And um, I come to Seven Springs, Word Alive, you know, got in the book, um, met some good friends, some good staff. And every day was a struggle, you know, it's hard. It really is, but uh, I stayed committed to it. And, um, you know, now I have my family back, um, respect for my children, my wife. And the most important thing is, is I respect myself now. I can actually look people in the eyes and uh, not feel ashamed of, of uh, what I may have done the night before or the day before. For what little bit we give to be here, I promise you that they give so much more. I mean, you know, you can't put a price on what the, this, this place has done for me and for my family and for my life. A lot of people say, oh man, this is just a business, you know. You know, they're just worried about, you know, the business end of it, they don't really care. I say, well, you're right about one thing, it is a business, but they do care and they're in the business of saving lives and restoring your life. And if you'll just sit back and let this program work for you, you know, it'll, it'll happen. Since I've been here, I've had court cases dismissed uh, because of my progress in the rehab. I'm about to graduate and I get to go home a free man to my family and the man that they always knew that I could be. You know, if you're out there struggling with drugs, alcohol, whatever your DOC is, you know, don't feel like you're less of a person or a man or woman, you know, to ask for help, it's okay. Um, I know that's hard to do sometimes, but I promise you it's worth every bit of it. I was so blessed by the testimony. 
Revelations decrees, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We are thrilled to see the Holy Spirit bringing freedom to so many people here at Word Alive International Outreach. So thank you for your continued support and prayers as we continue to see lives, a state, and nations transformed in Jesus' name. I wanna tell you about resources that are available in the concept of freedom. Galatians 5.1 says, it is for freedom that Christ has made us free. Beverly and I have put together a resource for you, six different books in our Freedom Series. Freedom from Chaos, Shift Happens, How to Survive the Culture of Chaos. This is a very, very powerful book. It will bring absolute freedom to your life. Freedom from Rejection, Rejection Revealed, the true revelation in the scriptures of what it means to go through rejection. Jesus makes everybody a day of rejection, and when you understand that, understand that it gives you the power to plow through that and come out on the other side with the benefits that God wants to bring. Freedom from unforgiveness, I could not call him father. A powerful story of my own wife Beverly's journey through forgiveness of her father, and this will bless you and it will help you if you're suffering from unforgiveness. Freedom from failure, the real naked truth. This is found in Proverbs chapter three a powerful, powerful truth in this one chapter. I believe if you only had one chapter of the Bible to read about prosperity, if you read Proverbs 3 and obeyed that, you would literally find freedom from failure. It is a very, very powerful book. Freedom from prayerlessness, I think we all could use that. And then of course, last but not least, freedom from addiction. No high like the most high. Finding divine direction for destiny. We wanna make all six of these books available. You can buy them individually for $10 or all six for $49.95. You can go to lifeoffreedom.site. So if you're listening to this on the podcast or you're watching on the broadcast, it's the same, lifeoffreedom.site. We'll send these resources directly to your home and I know they will be a huge blessing to you. So thank you for considering gathering these resources. We pray they bless you as you receive them. Now let's go to a quick time of teaching on freedom from addiction. Check this out and be blessed. As we mentioned earlier, Beverly and I have developed a freedom series and this particular book is called Freedom From Addiction, No High Like The Most High. One of our passions here at World Alive International Outreach is to help people find freedom from addiction. Now we're not talking about just drugs, just alcohol or substance abuse, but addictions from all sorts of hangups and habits. Because Jesus said in Galatians 5.1, it is for freedom that Christ has made us free. And may I go ahead and say right off the get-go, we don't believe once an addict, always an addict. No matter where you stand on that, we believe once you're in Christ, you are a brand new creation. Old things are passed away and behold, all things become brand new. My personal story and the reason I wrote this book was my passion to see people find their purpose and their destiny and to be delivered from any habit or hangup that's holding them back from that. I love this saying that I heard my friend Chuck Pierce say, sooner or later, the seed of destiny will break the husk of iniquity and you will walk into your freedom. I have literally seen weeds grow up through concrete. 
That's the power of the seed, that literally a weed, a green weed growing right up in the middle of concrete. Why? There is such power in seed. And I believe every human being has the seed of destiny lying inside of them. Yes, it may be dormant right now, but my mandate, my assignment is to water that seed, see it grow, see the husk of iniquity broken, and you walking in your purpose and destiny. Whether it's you or a loved one that you're praying for to be delivered, our prayers and our faith are gonna be mixed with you today as we discuss being delivered from addiction. I'll start with my own story. I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up with loving parents. Uh, at 16 years old, I made a decision to walk away from God and to go into the world and see what the world looked like. And uh, you know what that means, it just destruction on every, ter every term. The wages of sin is death. I got out on the East Coast as a young man, became very fairly successful in the real estate business, and it was in the cocaine craze. And the next thing you know, uh, I had been addicted to cocaine. Uh, it was in this process that I met my wife, Beverly. Interesting enough, uh, she was trafficking cocaine. Uh, when I met her, uh, she wasn't an addict. Uh, she was a single parent trying to make a living. Uh, but that was her journey that she was on. But right in the midst of this, God had shown my wife, Beverly, while trafficking cocaine, if you can believe that, herself and somebody with microphones preaching the gospel to thousands of people. She literally saw that in a vision, driving down the road trafficking cocaine. When we met each other, she looked at me and she said, you're gonna be a preacher. I thought, you sure are crazy, but you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen, but you're the craziest chick I've ever seen because I'm not gonna be a preacher. But as soon as she spoke that word, uh, out into the atmosphere, my life fell apart. I literally overdosed three times, almost died, wound up in the hospital. The doctor said, you're basically a stressed out, drugged out young man. If you don't change, you're gonna die. At that point, I had no option, but I cried out to the Lord. And when I did, the Lord met me supernaturally and delivered me from my addiction. My wife had an encounter with the Lord and was baptized with the Holy Spirit in the front seat of her car. Supernaturally, the Lord led us to Orlando, Florida, to work for my dad and while there attended a church service where Pastor Benny Hinn was ministering and by the grace of God, he called us out of an audience. Can you imagine 2,000 people sitting in a congregation and he called us out of an audience and he prophesied to us. I had never seen him before in my life, but he picked us out by the Holy Spirit and said these words, the trials of the past have come to an end. The glory of tomorrow will be revealed to you in clarity. For I'll place you in a place of ministry where wounded lambs will come your way and you will deliver them, but not only deliver them, but see them strengthen and see them grow. Be strong, be strong, be strong, says God, for I'll place you in a place of ministry and nothing will stop me from accomplishing my plans and purpose for your life. And you know that's exactly what God did. God delivered Beverly and I, put us in the ministry with Pastor Benny Hinn. We served there for a decade, and now we've traveled in 80 nations of the world. And one of our main messages is freedom. It is for freedom that Christ has made us free, particularly freedom from addiction. I understand it's a complicated subject. I understand there's uh, medical situations, uh, psychological situations, but the root, the root cause, I believe, is something called purpose or destiny. Because when you realize you have a purpose and when you realize you have a destiny, something is unlocked on the inside of you which allows you to step out of cycles of destruction into cycles of blessing. I have a scripture to share with you. It's Proverbs 29, 18, says something like this, where there is no prophetic purpose, where there is no prophetic destiny, 
people cast off restraint. There has to be something at work in our lives that is more powerful than our desires, than our, our addictions, our willpower, and it's called purpose and it's called destiny. I've, I've been living this life now free from addiction for over 40 years, but I promise you it's not because I have a strong self-will or all my desires have gone away. I found something called purpose and it is powerful. It's what gets you up in the morning. It's what motivates you because once you find out you are here, created, designed for a purpose, and you find out what that is, it releases a power on the inside of you and the husk of iniquity begins to fall aside. We deal with uh, people suffering from addiction all the time. We have over 300 people live here on campus in addiction and we witness as soon as they find this power called purpose, something begins to unlock on the inside of them. Why? Because we believe you have a divine design. God created you and formed you and fashioned you for a specific purpose that no one else can do. And once you tap into that, that purpose begins to override everything else in your life. I wanna read that scripture again. Where there is no prophetic purpose, no revelation of purpose, people cast off restraint, they go back. Once you realize you were born with a purpose and you have a creative design and you tap into that, it releases a power inside of you that causes you to overcome every obstacle that would stop you from that purpose. It's found in Psalm 139. It says, while you were yet in your mother's womb, God formed you, fashioned you, created you and wrote a book about you that's called a book of destiny where all your creative design, all your destiny, all your purpose was with you even as you came into the earth. And all the purpose and the power of the enemy is to distract you and keep you from that. I realize addiction is never the, the root, it's the fruit. My root was fear. I didn't have purpose, I didn't have destiny, and I was literally eat up with the fear of man, the fear of the future, fear of dying, all the phobias and fears that come along with that. Isn't it interesting, Jesus said 365 times, fear not. But once I realized I had a purpose, once I realized I had a destiny, once I realized I had a calling, all of those fears begin to fall away. All of those phobias begin to disappear. All of these addictive thoughts and personalities begin to find their way dissolving. Why? Because I had found a power called purpose. Now my purpose is to encourage you and preach God's word and pastor a church and, and do this type of work. That's my purpose. But your purpose could be to build a business, to be a mom, to be a dad, to, to be a pilot, to uh, to uh, clean homes, to to build structures, whatever, uh, to create media, to write, whatever your purpose is. Once you find that, there is a power that's released. I guess still the number one best-selling book by Rick Warren is Purpose Driven Life. Once you realize you were created on this earth with a purpose, I promise you, if you will seek God and seek His purpose all these things will begin to unfold your life. It is one of the major keys of finding your deliverance from addiction is when you find 
your purpose. If you'll begin to seek God about what your purpose is, get around people who are following purpose, get around people who are seeking purpose and destiny, get around a good church that is following that path, I promise you, you will watch your addictions fade away and you'll watch purpose and destiny come alive in Jesus' name. There's another powerful scripture. It's in Lamentation 1.9 that says, she did not consider her destiny, therefore her collapse was awesome. It was awesome. In other words, God's got somewhere he wants to take you. God's got somewhere he wants to lead you into. Proverbs 29, 11 says, for I know the thoughts and plans I have for you, says God, thoughts to prosper you and give you a future full of hope. Most of the people, including me, who've suffered from addiction somehow lost hope for the future, that I'm just gonna keep spending my life in this same cycle of destruction, getting up every day, doing the same thing, facing the same difficulties, but that's not true. There is hope for your future. There is hope for a destiny. That's the word destiny, means a destination, a destiny. God has a destiny. He wants to take you somewhere. He loves you just like you are, but he loves you too much to leave you that way. He's got somewhere he wants to carry you into the future, and it's full of life, it's full of blessings, it's full of hope, and it's full of God's purpose being unfolded in your life. And so I want to encourage you today, no matter where you currently may be residing, there is hope for your future. I love Zechariah 9, it says, return to the stronghold. Zechariah 9, 10, 11, return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Just like you have been a prisoner of addiction or a prisoner of destruction in the past, God wants to cause you to become a prisoner of hope. I promise you, that's what I am. I am a prisoner of hope. I am held by hope. Every day I wake up and I promise you it's supernatural. I am a prisoner of hope. I just believe that God has a better day today than yesterday. I believe God has a better tomorrow than he had yesterday. I believe God has a better month next month for me, a better year next year, a better decade next decade. And what happens is, is I begin to have a purpose in God. Now my failures don't drive me back to addiction. Why? Because I'm following a purpose. I've got a destination. My emotions don't have control over me anymore. Why? Because I'm not led by how I feel. I'm led by purpose. I am led by hope. And I promise you, if you will just allow God by his Holy Spirit, according to uh, what is it? I think it's Galatians 5. It says that God will fill you with, no, I'm sorry, Romans 5. God will fill you by, with hope by the Holy Spirit. Right there where you're sitting, if you feel hopeless, maybe you're a parent of somebody that's suffering from addiction, or maybe you're a spouse of someone suffering from addiction, or maybe you're in addiction yourself. If you will ask God's Holy Spirit to come now and fill you with hope, he will do that. So not only is it about purpose, but it's about destiny, and it's about hope. But you know what else I found out it's about? It's about honor, and it's about the fear of the Lord. I'll never forget, because my experience was simply this. I had, a, I had a healthy fear of the Lord. I had a healthy respect for the Lord, even as, a, as an addict. And I'll never forget going to church, and this is how I was saved. I'm sitting in church one night, uh, a full-blown addict, and a man was preaching the gospel, and honestly, I don't even remember what he said, but I just remember as he was preaching, I felt like 
a physical hand was on my heart, squeezing it, and I was about to die. I didn't pray, Lord, save me or help me. I prayed, Lord, let this young man shut up and quit preaching so I can pray because I feel like I'm about to die and I'm about to die without hope. And did you know what happened? As soon as I prayed that prayer, that young man stopped preaching, came down, took me by my hand. He said, young man, it's time you got right with God. I said, yes, it is. Took me to the front of a church, prayed for me. And I'm going to tell you, I can't explain it. I don't understand it even today after 40 years, but there was a power released upon me that day that I know now and recognize as the anointing that came from the fear of the Lord that literally broke the power of addiction off my life and allowed me to begin to journey into my freedom. No, I wasn't absolutely totally free in the very beginning, but the yoke had been destroyed because of the anointing and because of the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is not being afraid of God, it's being afraid to be without God, it's honor. And did you know one of the main keys we find working with addiction is that a lot of people became addicts when they stopped honoring their parents? Isn't that interesting? Did you know that one of the one of the only promises in the Bible that comes along with the, with obedience, in other words, if God says, if you'll do this, you'll have this, is honoring your parents. It says, if you'll honor your mother and father, you will live a long life on the earth. And did you know daily people are dying from overdoses, dying from addiction, dying from drugs, and I believe the key is we've lost our honor. But I'm telling you, if you will ask the Holy Spirit through the fear of the Lord, the spirit of the fear of the Lord, of, of desperately needing God and wanting our future, the anointing will break that yoke and honor will put you back on a journey that you can step into your recovery and step in your freedom in a powerful way in the name of Jesus. So it's all about purpose, it's all about destiny, and it's all about honor in the fear of the Lord. I was telling you a story, I was about to go preach as, as I was journeying in my experience to about 60 recovering addicts, and they were really struggling. And I said, God, what's the difference? Because it seems I received almost an instant uh, uh, deliverance, but some people continue to struggle. And just like this, the Holy Spirit said, it is the fear of the Lord. It is truly the fear of the Lord. And I know today, if you will ask God by the Holy Spirit to release to you the fear of the Lord, what is that? The reverence for God in your life. And you will start honoring God. Just start in small ways, honoring God with prayer, honoring God with your life, honoring God with service. Even in the midst of your addiction, you will find the power of the Holy Spirit available to you to break the yoke and destroy the yoke off your neck because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 10 says, it is the anointing that removes the burden and destroys the yoke. I just hopefully want to encourage you today, no matter what level of addiction you're suffering from, whether personally or a family member or a loved one, that as we pray today, the power of addiction will be broken. I'm praying that you will get this book on discovering the power of destiny, freedom from addiction, no high like the most high. Look, I've been high on lots of things. I've been high on lots of drugs, but I have never been high like I've been high with God. He got, did you know actually when you're high on drugs, it's not the drugs making you high, making you high, it's the drugs 
releasing a chemical to your body and your body actually makes you high. Did you know that same power is available through the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit can release the anointing inside of you in the same euphoria that we have felt when we were doing drugs, which is a fake euphoria because it doesn't work, can re be released in our heart by the Holy Spirit and we can live in the joy of the Lord and the joy of our Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So I want to pray for you today in the name of Jesus. And so Father, I just come now in the name of Jesus from anybody suffering from addiction or suffering uh, with addiction, even, even as a family member, a friend, a relative, or a person, I pray now that the power of destiny, Lord, I pray right now that people would awaken to the fact they're here with a purpose. They're here with a calling. While they were in their mother's womb, I speak to people right now. I speak to the seed of destiny inside of you. I speak to your creative design, that thing inside of you that's listening to me right now that's saying, yes, I was here for a reason. I'm here for more than this addiction that I've been suffering from. I'm here for more than these cycles of destruction. I call forth your purpose in the name of in the name of Jesus. And now I release the spirit of destiny. You've got a destination. What is your destination? Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and give you a hope filled future. I speak hope into people right now. Holy Spirit, I thank you for pouring hope into people's hearts right now and coming alive. I thank you for prophetic destiny and prophetic purpose being released. And lastly, I pray now for the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the honor of the Lord, and honor for authority, and honor for parents to literally be restored into individuals' lives in these moments. Father, I thank you that through the anointing of the Holy Spirit today, that the power of addiction is being broken and the power of the Holy Spirit and destiny and hope and purpose is being released. And I decree it to be so, and we thank you for it in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. I feel the presence and power of God praying for you today. Listen, if you need further help, we have a recovery center here, Seven Springs Recovery. We have a church, We're Alive International Outreach that you connect to, but you can go to lifeoffreedom.site. You can get this material. You can get this one book or the series of six books, and it will bless your life. It's a powerful instruction of how you can discover your destiny and your purpose, and you can walk into your freedom. Galatians 5.1, it is for freedom that Christ has made us free. Be blessed in Jesus' name.